0: Welcome to Curesolic. My name is Heiko. I'm here with my good buddy Evan. Here, things. So, before we get into today's topic, here's a quick rundown of how the podcast works. So, In each episode, one of us comes up with an interesting topic that they are curious about and reveals it live to the other person in the hopes to spark a deep discussion and further our knowledge of the world around us. Let's hear it. My Earthling friend. (laughs) Hi, Earthling. (laughs) Yes. Um, So us two Earthlings today are going to talk about something a bit different. So it isn't a specific topic. So this is a new thing that I'm going to try out in our episode. And if you like it, you can, you know, decide to make it a recurring thing. I like that. It could be, you know, if you don't know of a topic, then maybe you can go. We could come back to this. We could come back to this. So this could become, you know, a series if Evan likes it. So today's topic, if you will, is I just called it philosophically deep.
1: <laughs> huh. Oh, I like this. Okay. You'll so like you, this. yeah, so you we would choose topics that go deep dive into like philosophy, I guess.
0: So let me let me explain so I have a few points here. So what will we discuss in this philosophically deep topic? So basically I've chosen that there will be four deep philosophical questions. So these questions we will answer them together and discuss them. Uh, basically, these questions either come from me or were found somewhere else, maybe online or maybe I spoke to someone. Uh, the purpose is just to find value in different points of views and discover how each of us can see the world differently. And there are no right answers. It's just to see what we can make of them.
1: This is interesting. I like this idea, actually. You do? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a specific topic. It's just, you know,
0: since we are also geared towards philosophy in general, I thought, why not just make, you know like an episode going through different questions that pique our interest and present us with dilemmas and how can we solve those interesting i like it right yeah let's let's give it a try so let's give it a try and uh, let's start with the first question that there is one particular thing in there that we have already discussed All that right. you See. you like quite a bit <laughs> so first question if all the world's suffering could end, poverty, disease, mental illness, etc. But you had to become immortal. Would you do it? Huh. But let me just point out some things, okay? You will be immortal and nobody else ever. Nobody can ever kill you. Like nothing actually can ever kill you. So you're just going to be immortal for life, okay? <laughs> Everyone on earth will live a peaceful life full of abundance And without any severe diseases. But they will eventually die just out of natural causes at an old age, peacefully, and that's it. But the whole burden is on you. (laughs) So it's like a would you rather question. A bit,
1: yeah, but it's got a philosophical thing to it. So what do you think? So either I become immortal uh, and then people just die like a peaceful death, right? Yeah, most
0: people will live
1: abundance
0: and would not have any severe illnesses, nothing that is just, you know, tragic. Okay. Like, yeah, people might get, like, sick or colds and whatnot, but it wouldn't be anything okay.
1: life-threatening or something. Would they live long lives? or? Would yeah, be-
0: most people would live long lives, I guess, 80 or plus till 100, but nobody would
1: ever be immortal like you would.
0: Okay. You will basically be eternal. Okay. So
1: think about that. Yeah, yeah. So, what if I decide not to be immortal? What's the the caveat there? Basically, life continues as it is. Okay, and I die, and all those other people yeah. die.
0: Yeah. Huh. So basically, it's will you, I guess, sacrifice yourself? Well, is that even a sacrifice? It's not really a sacrifice,
1: huh? But we have discussed immortality before, yeah. and we should did I? agree that it's not the. Yeah. Should I go back on my stance and say? <laughs> I would like to be immortal, you know, for this, the sake of others. You don't have it, so we start talking about immortality. Yeah? yeah, we end up in some dark places. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. So, oh man, this is a, a hard question. This actually, I just came up randomly, so this is kind of <laughs> like for me. It's good. Okay, you're making me think here. Mm. Well, I think I'd be immortal in that case. Oh, yeah. If everyone could benefit, I guess to a certain degree. So basically, you know, everyone you would know, the,
0: all the generations of your kids, of your families. I guess you would know all of them, but you will never be able to, yeah, yeah, see them live as long as you. You know, they will that's all true. die after you. It's like you know your wife. You know, it's like they, yeah, will go away, but you're still there. Your kids, their kids. Hmm. It's a tough one mentally, still.
1: Yeah, that's true. Seeing people go away before you. I guess
0: you'll just be the old wise man that always lives and is always ever present. Yeah,
1: yeah. and he's there <laughs> for generations. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I guess I'd I have to say I, I'd be immortal in this case. I don't know why. It just seems like... What about you? It's a tough one for me as well. Um,
0: I don't know. I, I, I haven't been able to answer it myself, but like to think about it now... <sighs> I mean, I guess. You'd be immortal too? I guess. Because it's like, it's a lot of people, you know, versus yeah. just me. And, uh, you know, if everything could be, could end. And I'm not saying this like in a utopic sense, as if there is no problem at all, like ever. There's, you know, there's no sort of suffering because, because people still need. You know, uh, suffering, so to speak, in life yeah. to be able to grow, right? But I'm just saying, nothing that's needless or tragic or unwarranted. No severe diseases. Just you know, a pretty good standard of living for most people. So, I guess,
1: yeah, I guess I would also. Yeah, if I if I were to like, if that decision would make people, you know, eliminate a lot of their problems, then I guess it's pretty good, pretty good trade off. It'll just keep lifting forever. <laughs> keep lifting Look forever. At that. You could reach uh, unimaginable PRs. <laughs> yeah. You could PR until you. I was going to say, you, you could PR <laughs> until you die, but you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> so It'll, you just PR internally. Internally, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. There's no natural limit just because, you know, you're. Your I mean, effort. I don't know. I haven't thought, you know, through that, like, if your body would be limited but um oh yeah that's another thing that we discussed last time like if you become immortal do you like start deteriorating over time and do you suffer oh here's a here's like an addition like a an extra part to your question Mm. so if everyone lives peacefully and they don't have problems Mm. but you're immortal do those problems get carried on to you in that case because if you're immortal, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe you might not die. Yeah. But let's say you're like ten thousand years old. <laughs> How would your body feel? Um. Yeah. I guess I didn't like maybe point that
0: out. Let's assume that you know you will be at a healthy body. Maybe let's say you would stay sort of middle aged and not. Okay. You you wouldn't continue you wouldn't like age. Uh, yeah, basically age. Yeah. Okay. So you would be immortal at like an adult age and just stay like that, relatively healthy and. That's it. Yeah, it's a good trade it, off. It's a bit of yeah. It's obviously really hypothetical, but so you think? Yeah, you'd be down for it. I d- I'm down. I'm becoming immortal tomorrow. <laughs> I
1: guess you'll just be immortal until the sun explodes. Not <laughs> even like that
0: five billion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even when the sun explodes, if you're immortal, you you could take that. Oh, okay. You're even going further than that. Yeah wait i don't know how would that work <laughs> you would just float in space yeah. you float in space so you'd, you'll be like you travel a galaxy basically a <laughs> travel galaxies. see the intergalactical demons <laughs>
0: like hey
1: <Floating laughs> i'm <space>. immortal
0: <laughs> yeah y'all immortal. <ain't> <laughs> um so yeah i guess i guess maybe i would it, it would be i don't know how i would be able to do it mentally though after all that all seeing that time yeah Seeing all those people die still, it's yeah, it's tough on you. Yeah, good point. But just
1: you, like, how would you keep the meaning of your life? Yeah, that's kind of what we discussed, like, uh, that time, right? Um, You'll go crazy, <sighs> I mean. I'm, You'd probably go crazy. You would probably. <laughs> You'd probably have to keep it fresh, you know?
0: Yeah, how would you keep it fresh? How would you keep it challenging all the time? What urgency do you have? You have none. You have none. So... That's a big thing to deal with. Yeah, but it's I guess a, that's the that's, that's a, a sacrifice. Yeah,
1: but I guess yeah, we'd be do, we'd be down to do it then. <laughs> yeah, we'll be two immortal souls.
0: But I do think yeah, some people would say, "F that, I'm not doing that." Yeah, I, w- I would understand that point of view also. I mean, see, so there is no right answer, you know. I don't think someone should be blamed saying like, "Oh, you selfish." bastard <laughs> you want to live forever yeah so, how no, dare you yeah or you don't want us to be happy you don't want us to end you oh, know all the suffering right yeah. yeah it's
1: mostly for the others
0: right yeah, yeah why don't you sacrifice yourself for us well would you do it that's the question i don't know
1: yeah it's a good question
0: but i guess i guess yeah for now for, for now, now. We'll answer, yeah. yes. Um. All right, so let us pass to the other question. So it's going to be unrelated, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah it's unrelated. Okay. Yeah, so it's all kind of different. All right, so since everything we experience is simply a chemical reaction in our brain, how do we distri- distinguish dream from reality? Okay, so this is also another topic that we have covered, dreams, right? Yeah. Um. So some points here. By reality, I mean the everyday life that we live after we wake up And by dream, I
1: mean everything we
0: experience before we wake up. Okay. Okay. So
1: where's the distinction? Like, where do we draw the line between both, I
0: guess? Well, yeah. Like, how do you know when you're in your dream that you're in a dream and it's not reality versus like right now? How do I know I'm in real life? And not in
1: a dream. Okay. Inception. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean... But think about it.
0: Yeah, everything I mean, happens in the brain. It's just chemical reactions. So at the end of the day, how how do we distinguish it?
1: Like, it's like, it what? kind of, like, kind of, when I read your question, it kind of reminded me of like a simulation kind of thing. Yeah. Like that are, can also, like kind a of, matrix. Yeah, it kind of ties in, you know? Like, how do we know if we're not in a simulation. Not in a simulation. Do we even have control over our own destiny or you know (laughs) the simulation decides the simulation decides or the dream decides you know where we're headed or something exactly that's a good question i mean yeah that's a it's a deep uh it's a deep question that a lot of people try to figure out i guess Mm -hmm. um it kind of it kind of discusses almost like our our existence right entirely yeah like why are why do we do certain things as, like, a human species rather than, you know, act another way entirely? Uh, it's a deep question. I mean, there's no real way to know whether we're living in a dream or we have control over our own, you know, destiny. There, there isn't, yeah. There's no real way to figure that out. Nobody can concretely say, yes, this is reality. <laughs> yeah. And that's... Well, hey, like, I mean, I I say that, like, we do have a say on our destiny and you know we're not you know being manipulated somehow and controlled and um but it's yeah there's still like a fine line there like how do we know it's it's hard to tell it's hard to tell yeah exactly yeah that's a good question so and like yeah do what we see in real life affect our dreams remember when we spoke about that as well yeah yeah you yeah you were mentioning that how
0: it could have an influence on yeah but yeah that's the thing like sometimes when i when i say that i dream it feels very real yeah but it's like very hard like when i'm in my dream it's like very scary and i feel
1: the fear and and then when i wake up i'm like oh it's over yeah it's over well hey listen to this We, we last time we discussed do our activities on a day-to-day basis affect our dreams mm. but do we think about the other way around do our dreams affect our, our day, day-to-day basis activities and how we think and perceive reality possibly possibly
0: yeah because there's a lot that goes in our brain when we're sleeping all the subconscious that comes yeah. out and that's true i don't i don't think we spoke about that last time mm. maybe not yeah but <laughs> like we're seeing there isn't a clear-cut way to say this is when you're dreaming and this is when you're you know yeah but that's what i mean
1: maybe those two are more connected than we think you know what i mean like maybe it's not two distinct things like right now i'm dreaming right now i'm i'm awake okay maybe there's like a maybe it it all kind of ties in together somehow (laughs) maybe right now i'm lucid dreaming (laughs) yeah yeah that's kind of what i mean (laughs) like a really yeah
0: clear 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 cut dream um yeah it's so what i'm getting at like i guess the simulation part right let's say we put someone to sleep and plug them somehow Like put them in the matrix let's say you know Right? The Matrix, mm-hmm. that's a good movie that that explores that yeah, idea. I really like that movie. It, it was so good. good. Fourth one coming out soon.
1: Oh, I it's think. coming out yeah, soon. Next
0: wow. year, I think, yeah. Awesome. It's I'm gonna, gonna watch go. that for sure. I like that movie. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so yeah, like in the Matrix, you know, they're all in that simulation and everything feels real, so they're not able to tell the difference. You know, like like the I don't think the brain has the capacity to really be able to distinguish Yeah. If it's in reality and, but then again, this that we call our reality, how do we know still that it is? It's kind of impossible to answer. It's like saying, does God exist? Well, I I don't know.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll never know. We'll never know,
0: but that shouldn't prevent us from living our lives and, and talking about it on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The (laughs) Lords are watching us from above and say, Oh,
1: these idiots. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> targeted yeah. about us. Maybe we're smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll outsmart them. <laughs> yeah. The immortal gods
0: will go and climb up the fake walls and get out of this <laughs> twisted <ladder>. show. <laughs> you know uh, the Truman Show. No, I don't know it. Yeah, you've ever seen no. the movie? Uh, it's Jim Carrey that plays in it. Oh. Where basically, like, as a baby orphan, he gets adopted adopted by like a movie studio and then they create basically this huge movie set oh yeah yeah i saw yes. this movie
1: yes and he lives in it and, and he everyone's lives in the an movie. I actually, it's a good movie it's yeah it's pretty deep too you yeah, know yeah. it shows how I, know, I, I remember the movie now i've seen it you've seen it yeah, yeah a while ago though
0: <laughs> but yeah the way basically spoiler <laughs> alerts if you don't want to hear but i'm just saying about the ending is uh near the end he's like you know on a sailboat and he's trying to get like at at the end of where this will bring him. But you see like the people who are controlling his world, they're like, okay, put in a thunderstorm, put in rain to like yeah. stop him from getting to the edge. But he does get to the edge and then he's like climbing a ladder. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, I've I, seen this movie. Yeah. So
1: you reminded me of it. Right. So it's like, how could he know? You know, it's like, but doesn't he discover at the end that it was like a whole movie set or something? Yeah. He does. Right. Yeah, he okay, does. Yeah. yeah he gets to all. the
0: end, which is like a wall. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I remember the and movie he climbs it. Um, it's a good movie yeah it's a good movie yeah he's a pretty good actor too man so yeah i I guess yeah there isn't really a real way to know and it's also like uh that example i forgot what the greek philosopher was it's like a fable of like the slaves who are attached and behind them there's like a fire that puts um the shadows on the wall and they just see the shadows of the people walking and doing things and they just yeah Yeah, think that those shadows are real life whereas they don't know that there's a whole yeah whole world behind them Hmm. yeah
1: yeah interesting Um, yeah so yeah we'll never know we'll never know but um it's not a it's not a great answer to your question but i mean (laughs) it's hard to tell it's true it's hard the difference between reality and you know the dream world for example
0: it just shows that everything that we do perceive it's all right down here it's all in our heads it's all in our heads and maybe by extension to this question is some people even say well does the world around me exist if i'm dead
1: No. interesting
0: like yeah if i can't see you are you really there or are you just there as a? You can't see me, <laughs> yeah. John Cena. Oh, well, I don't get this meme. It's been everywhere.
1: The whole "you can't see me, John Cena" thing. Yeah, like, it's uh, that's his his shtick. You know, it's okay. like he he. I think he he was into like rap, and oh. then like he he was he was trying to make a song or something, and it turned out to be like his intro song. Okay, and. Yeah, he started doing that. Like you can't see me, and people just, it just stuck with people. Okay. Yeah, it's been like a joke uh, everywhere. I see those memes. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, really it's an it. old, uh, an old thing. An old thing. Okay, I see. Um,
0: so yeah, basically, you know, uh, if I'm sleeping, are, are you really there? You know, or are you just a speck of my imagination?
1: Yeah. That that
0: too is hard to prove. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Because I'm not able to be in your head. I can only be in my own head. So not only does everything happen in our brains, but it happens only for us. Like I can't, you know, plug myself to you and see how you feel, how you
1: perceive the world. I just know what I see. So, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so like even, even when we're dead, is there really like a world around us? Yeah, I mean we think oh okay he's dead but i see the world yeah, yeah but maybe what's that's happening just for is, me yeah <laughs> what's going on in that dead person's body or head or i don't know uh, but so again that comes that's about the afterlife right uh, so now a, we're delving be the next different. the next topic right it's going to be <laughs> so, that next
0: question uh, no no it's going to be it's going to be quite different now. okay <laughs> yeah right. it just kind of jumps around um, so yeah the next topic i uh, think it was a simple question yeah
1: so this is about beauty And what makes so? This is the soulmate one. Yeah, you could say. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) When you we're doing little flashbacks, your old
0: topics, little little flashbacks. Yeah. So this question is a simple one, and I think a lot of philosophy people discuss this: is what makes something beautiful? And by beautiful, I mean aesthetics. So not inner beauty or other perceived beauty, like you know, you might love someone, but there might not be. The standard beauty person in the world, but you love them and you think they're beautiful for you. So that's yeah. more of an inner beauty thing. Uh, but what I mean here is like universally, when people look at a landscape, at a picture, or at a face, you know, that's more symmetrical and they're like, wow, that's beautiful. Why is that? You know, what?
1: What, what makes this ugly, this face ugly versus that face beautiful? I guess it's just how your brain interprets information, right? I mean, it co- comes back to like those chemical reactions in your brain, right? If, okay. you, if you perceive a but, landscape and, you know, the way you receive the information, if, you know, you're going to get a different uh, a response in your brain and depending on that response, it's going to release... Dopamine, <laughs> good, uh, good feeling chemicals. Yeah, okay. good feeling chemicals. But why? Okay, so why dolphins. looking
0: at you know her face here or the landscape? Why would you? Why would you find that beautiful? Like why wouldn't you find this ugly? Why wouldn't I find what, it ugly? What makes you say this is beautiful?
1: Yeah, I guess I don't know. Is it I, biological? Is it evolutionary? Is it cultural? Is it? I think it's a mix of all those things. I mean. um, cultural i guess you know depending on what you're you grew up to you know what people teach you and like what you learn about the world like you might find you might be attracted to something more than another thing right you might go to uh italy for Mm. example just give an example and all my life my family i'm italian right my family's like wow italy's so beautiful and then you go there (laughs) you go there and you're like wow italy's beautiful because your whole life you're people grooming you to think it's beautiful okay but then if uh, they tell me oh don't go to you know i'm not gonna name a country because okay. okay, i don't want to don't want to insult right, say anyone canada <laughs> yeah let's, let's let's attack ourselves oh. <laughs> yeah canada's ugly or something you know I'm, I'm joking about that canada's really nice yeah uh you know maybe maybe you'll believe that you'll start to believe yeah
0: okay <laughs> um so I guess there are some cultural conditioning that happens.
1: Yeah. And evolutionary, I could think of an, an idea as well. Um, let's say, let's say throughout history, uh, you know, there's a particular place that brings comfort, for example. Let's say, you know, like a fresh source of water, mm. you know, uh, where you, know, you could easily get, gather water. So that's seen as beautiful. Seen as beautiful. Wow. Like a, an abundance of water. And then, you know, Maybe over time exactly yeah just look at this lake with the mountains around you know that could be associated to uh an abundance and you know some something that provides comfort Hmm. so that's a good thing yeah that's a good point i didn't think of that so yeah
0: evolution i think plays a role yeah where when we seek certain things that give us abundance comfort safety um Uh, that reduce stress, anxiety, you know, when there is a light somewhere that's more lit up, you know, if you're looking at a darkness, I was, I was going to say exactly that. If you,
1: go on continue your yeah point, like yeah. let's
0: say someone looking at some crooked trees in the darkness you're, you're not going to say it's beautiful because it's scary it's, it's
1: scary and dark it's right
0: scary and dark and unsure whereas here on this landscape is open lit blue color there's the water uh there's the greenery i guess because it's evolutionary we've
1: been in nature so nature generally is yeah usually seen yeah, as beautiful exactly Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a good point. Like, you know, like for example, like in the dark, darkness, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to find it beautiful cause it's not like super lit up and you, you can't see the details. Yeah. Right. And, and if you think about like from an, an evolutionary standpoint, again, in the darkness is where, you know, predators are and yeah. you know, you could get like attacked That's or, hard. um, so, you know, you're not going to find that beautiful because over, over, you know, thousands of years, darkness and you know the nighttime is associated to something that's kind of terrifying and scary mm-hmm. so you know and usually bad things happen in the night right so yeah so that's a that's a good example with the light yeah.
0: aspect um okay so here we discussed a bit about like environmental things like nature and landscapes but what about let's say like a person yeah like what makes us say this face is beautiful versus that face is not as attractive or, you know?
1: Well, I guess it's, uh, that's kind of, it's not that hard to answer. I think, um, I think because there's certain like b- body proportions mm. that are associated to health. Right. Mm. And again, it's a comfort thing. So knowing that, like, let's say your partner is healthy, mm. then that'll provide healthy kids and children. Mm. So you're, you're looking for a specific look based on the person's like, you know, ability to give you children afterwards. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of what it is. You're looking for that. You're looking for that. So, so there is definitely an yeah. evolutionary aspect to it. I think that's the strongest component for that.
0: I think so. Yeah. So I think a lot of, yeah, <laughs> people are we trying to mate, look into each other to see, does this person, you know, look healthy, look all right, his form, does it look yeah proportional and not, weirdly, you know, disproportionate in some way. and I'm not judging people, but it's, you know, it is a reality, right? You know, if you look a certain way that indicates, you know, disease maybe or unhealthiness, then someone might not necessarily find that beautiful. Yeah, other people might say, No, know, I still love this person. I find them beautiful. But generally speaking, like a standard. Right?
1: Yeah, we're talking about like physical attraction. So yeah, this is physical aesthetic you know
0: just yeah, just like on the outside yeah. not like yeah the personality yeah that's another it's another story but um yeah i do think yeah there is also a universal standard in terms of like when they say symmetry is more attractive generally speaking than you know asymmetry yeah um like the famous leonardo uh da vinci he did the drawing of like that man yeah you know? yeah, yeah i forgot what the name was of it but um So, you know, he knew back then that there was something with the human form that, you know, attracts us. Um, But I do think there is also a big component culturally. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I've heard, you know, we are used to the human species to look a certain way. But let's say all humans had this long of a chin yeah like three four inches <laughs> chin but everyone was like that so it didn't seem weird would that be attractive if everyone had the same chin would that be attractive uh so, yeah so if most people's chins were not you know short were like you know three four inches long so yeah at least long. <laughs> it would be because that's the standard right? so that would be the standard right so i guess you know when we're looking at someone to see if i guess they're beautiful we're sort of like looking for certain traits yeah Yeah, certain traits and being comparative saying okay do they look off from like the standard that we know exactly you know if if they look green and yellowish or some weird color that's like a signal right it's an intergalactical demon (laughs) yeah it's probably some lizard human (laughs) (laughs) um well let's not get into that (laughs) some other oh no (laughs) where's the tinfoil hat (laughs) lizard man yeah, it's a whole conspiracy, right? You know, they say a lot of uh, of politicians or world leaders or lizard people.
1: Isn't lizard man Jim Morrison? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. The-
0: yeah, I guess he's a famous <laughs> lizard man. But um, no, you have never heard like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah lizard people. Obama yeah, is not actually like a lizard person. Or, yeah, all that crap. I know that. Um, So, yeah, so basically we have a certain standard that we're used to. That's how humans have evolved with the shape that we have. You know, it's like what says that having eyes here and a mouth here is the standard attractiveness and it's objective. That's just how we are. What if our mouth was here and our eyes was down here? Everyone, if everyone was like that. I guess that'll be the standard. That'll be the standard. Yeah. yeah. For Agreed. us, that would seem really bizarre and not attractive at all because that's not what we're used to. But you know, if ever we were to meet aliens, right. And they had some sort of population of their own that they look completely different. They would see each other as attractive and see us as the as ugly. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, Oh, look at these disgusting. Yeah. The big biceps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah I think I think beauty I don't know some people might argue that there is objective beauty in nature uh, in in the universe that some things are beautiful but I would no. uh, argue yeah. otherwise I would say beauty is really what is innate to us to our own evolution as you said that brings us comfort safety that is uh, um what's the word um, Relaxed, relatable relatable yeah
1: okay. um, and yeah that's yeah. that's what I would say really um, yeah it's okay. interesting I mean yeah at the end of the day it's it's subjective to us right it's like what we were what we are accustomed to and mm-hmm. what we were what we developed over the over time like as, as the a standard species. for for beauty right yeah I think yeah there, there are some standards
0: to our species but then there's our individual subjective. Yeah. Like I might find something beautiful, but you might not. So that's our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. But most people can agree on certain things looking beautiful in general. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
1: That are like universally, universally, uh, is that the word? Uh, Yeah. Universally accepted standards. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: okay. So I think we answered that pretty well. And then here, the last question All right, so does language shape our thoughts or our thoughts shape our language? Huh. Huh. (laughs) All right, let me give you an example. So let's say, did we love someone before creating the word love? Or did we create the word love and then actually loved someone? That... Wow, that's deep. <laughs> I've never thought of that before. So think of the whole language that we have, right? And language does play a big role in how people act, how people think, how people feel, right? You're feeling something. Oh, you're scared. Oh, I'm scared. You yeah. Know? Oh, you're anxious. Oh, you know, that's anxiety. Or, you know, you're jealous. That's jealousy. Yeah, yeah. And jealousy is like this. So you start acting like that. Or is it the other way around? It's, you know uh your thoughts or your feelings make you develop the language to express that, or is is it vice versa yeah, like, or is it both
1: yeah, yeah, that's uh wow, I never thought of that it's no. it's a pretty deep question uh, I don't know why when I was reading your question i was I was saying, you know how like you could hear this is gonna sound weird, but uh-huh. you know how like you could hear your own thoughts in your head yeah it it kind of reminds me of that it's like why am i speaking english inside my head oh. you know what i mean it's <laughs> yeah. like it's weird but it's true it's true it's kind of a little bit like that right yeah well, uh, yeah yeah well that's
0: that's a very good point because um how could i say this it's when you were born and you were feeling some stuff yeah or maybe i guess you were thinking some stuff but how were you thinking yeah exactly if you hadn't you learned couldn't. a language exactly
1: yeah. That so, that's the first thing that came up to my head. But that's a good aspect. That's a good yeah. really really good point of it because
0: when we were babies, that's when the language is taught to us. Yeah, exactly. And then does that language then shape the way we start thinking oh because we learned this word and this word means that so i'm gonna start thinking that way but maybe i wasn't yeah
1: and and if you think about how like babies and and newborns like let's say they start crying right Hmm. like are they crying for like a valid reason like do they know why they're crying no they (laughs) don't because they don't have like a language and they don't have they don't have, like, reason to tell them, hey, why I'm crying is kind of useless, right, kind of thing. Okay. But when they start <laughs> developing, like, and then they they start being able to reason and talk to themselves, then they're like, so oh, it's there's like, no point crying, right? They're giving, like, themselves explanations
0: or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I guess when you're born...
1: You're mostly instinctual. Yeah. It's like an animal. Exactly. And like you can't, yeah, you can't control your emotions. Now we're coming back to another topic, right? Like we spoke about, I think in the ego, right? Yeah. We spoke Uh, about this too. Like, uh, your ego. Yes. He's like, when you're a baby, you're egoless. But no, I would say it's actually the opposite. You're pretty, you're, you got a
0: lot of ego. It's just your ego, really. Um, I don't know. I debate that. Uh, Uh, it's hard to tell are you egoless
1: or are you filled filled with ego when you're a baby
0: well yeah because I mean the baby is just thinking about him or herself it's just me 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 my needs I want to
1: eat I want to pool wouldn't that be the the id thing that we would discuss like the instinctual aspect of your your being that just is and acts Uh, based upon nothing right it's not really the ego that's saying i want this right the baby's just there and uh, thinking and not its, it's not oh, even okay, thinking. okay okay right? i guess yeah it, it, you mean like it doesn't have
0: an identity like yeah i'm just this, I, i'm this person okay. and i deserve to
1: to have this breast milk <laughs> <laughs> okay it's just being instinctual and yeah okay. and it doesn't have language and guidance to to say you know what it actually needs and what it what it doesn't need kind of thing, you know? hmm Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I get your point there. So, yeah, maybe, maybe not.
0: I guess we're getting into semantics there, but, um, so, it's just,
1: like, like a biological machine. I need to eat. I exactly. Need to sleep. Yeah. So, those are the primal needs, which is the id, right? Yeah. I remember we discussed about so that. So, the inner, yeah. Um, I think they also say it's like the lizard brain
0: or something. Yeah. I yeah, like the, comes, exactly. like the
1: evolution part of the brain. Yeah, like a baby doesn't have the, the frontal cortex super developed. So the other parts of the brain take over. Right? The amygdala and what else? Yeah, it's like at the center of your brain. Um,
0: so yeah, so basically, yeah. So when you're a child or a newborn baby, you just have your instincts pushing you to do things and wanting things maybe feeling things, but you still don't have any ways to define them or express them. But once you start, and this is, you know, my opinion is once you start learning language, your language does in certain ways influence.
1: Yeah. The way you think, the way you see the world, the way you feel even. Exactly. Um, it's like, it's, it's a weird mechanism because like, it's almost like you're talking to yourself afterwards, right? Because you hear this voice in your head. Yeah. That's your own voice. Mm. And you even hear it in your, your (laughs) physical voice. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I don't necessarily hear myself like that, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I do talk to myself. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I hear it in my own voice. Yeah. Yeah, That's just me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'm not hearing voices. (laughs) Don't worry.
0: Call the cops.
1: (laughs) But yeah, like it's weird. It's like, for example a baby would only start understanding his needs when he gets you know basic knowledge of languages Bef- after that uh, before that he wouldn't be able to pinpoint what he wants or how life is supposed to be so it's like a tool that helps yeah. navigate his feelings and thoughts yeah you know it's kind of weird now that i think about it mm-hmm. language is like what connects the id to the ego because without language you're, you're basically egoless, right? You're just the it. And then once you understand language, then your ego kind of ties into your identity, right? Okay. So that's kind of how I look at it. Oh, okay. And without that's language, an interesting connection. without language, you wouldn't be able to make like a connection between those at all. <clears throat> so because like
0: I've heard, I don't know if you've heard some stories of these kids being abandoned in nature and then being raised by animals. Yeah. Uh, I don't know you've heard. Yeah. yeah like absolutely. Tarzan, for yeah, example. Yeah. Basically Disney, Tarzan, yeah. uh, But they are real life Tarzan people, and uh, you know they never learn any language, and they act like animals. So would they then be egoless? So if hmm. you're saying, yeah, they don't have a language, are they egoless? I mean, yeah. So then are
1: animals egoless? Yeah. By it's, extension. Uh, it's a hard question. Yeah, what they defines might, an ego? They might not be fully egoless, I guess. Um, but you know, they I don't think they're driven by ego kind of thing. They have like an instinctual um ego almost. Like like for example, here. Like uh, let's say there's two two tribes of, you know, of two different packs of animals, of wolves yeah. fighting over the same uh food which the de- let's say deer mm-hmm. right um their their instinctual ego kind of wants them to get the food before the other pack right okay so would that make them egoless i don't think so <sighs> yeah
0: i think because we need to like define the ego as yeah
1: then, see again it's it's so hard it's, to like it's 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 tough draw a like, baseline baseline i mean the ego i think is it has to do with your identity really i would say um well like you not really it's a it's an attachment to your identity okay so your your identity is the id right i know we're going back to this again the ego is like an attachment to your id that kind of man- helps you manifest your your true self. That's what the ego is. Okay. Um, so, are animals egoless? To a certain degree, I would say. Not fully. Or maybe some are and some yeah, aren't. Exactly. Depends the species, maybe. Depends, like, yeah. There are plants, right? Like ants are the egoless. Probably not. You don't think they're egoless? Probably not, no. If you compare a plant to an Okay, a, an but ant, a plant, I mean, yes. But that's the thing, right? Uh, a plant just... Doesn't have a brain. It's speak. not like, hey, you're getting more sun than me, you know? <laughs> actually, <laughs> no, but seriously, I know we're going down like a rabbit hole right now, but you know how like some plants actually grow in certain ways yeah, yeah, to yeah, gather yeah. more light and stuff? Yeah, but like, that I think is more
0: like ingrained in the plant's biology... Ingrained yeah no pun <laughs> way. Um no yeah I just think that's just the way biologically the plant is made that it gravitates towards more light I'm not sure if it necessarily means <laughs> the plant yeah, has I an ego <laughs> that's <It outrageous>. <laughs> hey, yo why are you getting more sun
1: don't take me out <laughs> I, know, I was just I was bringing it to an extreme example but yeah if you were to compare plants to ants let's say you know, I think ants have a, more of an ego than plants. Yeah, vegans. Why are you eating plants?
0: <laughs> they got egos. <laughs>
1: got identities. Oh, Equal yeah, rights for the, plants. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole reason to, to not, eat, uh, <laughs> not eat animal plant. products. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. we went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so let's just, you know, backtrack here. Um, okay. So, what were we saying? So, yeah, you were saying there's a connection between learning a language and then having an ego.
1: Yeah. Okay, but animals don't learn languages. Yeah, but well, I think they have, like, I, okay. <laughs> I think everyone has some type of ego at least ingrained in them. Like you said, let's say a baby, I don't think it's completely egoless. yeah yeah that's the thing that's what i'm saying like yeah because i've heard you know like
0: baby psychologists like pediatricians saying like the baby is just his ego i mean uh, because it's that's the thing we need to define what we mean by ego you're saying no it's just the id it's not the ego yet but uh, um
1: yeah maybe you're probably born with some type of ego at least a little bit, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um uh, maybe the ego isn't defined, maybe the ego doesn't have the name Evan, let's say, and it's not yeah. But I do think that every human born has an ego, maybe it's just not defined
1: yet by a language. Yeah, uh, exactly. But definitely I think language does help you express develop. your ego. Yeah. Yeah, ex- further. I think
0: I think that maybe better explains it. Yeah. Like language Gives you a name, gives you some identity. This is who you are. You're an Italian. You're born here. You're this. Exactly. And, yeah. Um. So then your ego dresses up.
1: Yeah, it's kind, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of. Yeah, kind of. It dresses up who you are. You're born a naked ego. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Basically. So. Well. Yeah. So to come around and answer this question you know does language shape our thoughts or our thoughts shape our language i would say it's pretty much both yeah both ways both ways and um we need to just be careful of how the language that we speak influences the way we think you know kind of to make another point with like political correctness or certain words being censored or you're not allowed to say this you're allowed to say that so it's shaping your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, exactly. And you can go through a whole, you know, different world of like, you know, the 1984 <laughs> book of like yeah. doublespeak and all that, but it's another... Good book. A lot of time. Yeah. Really, really good book on that. Um. So yeah, so those were pretty much it. The four philosophically deep questions that I chose. And uh, yeah, I guess we can wrap it up now uh with any closing thoughts or maybe any of the
1: questions well my closing thoughts were hmm. the the questions you chose ended up tying in so much to our other podcast <laughs> it's pretty interesting <laughs> yeah they did yeah it wasn't intentional but um yeah i guess it was bound to well i guess because you know not to brag or anything i'm just <laughs> saying like you know the topics that we do talk about on this podcast—they're mm. very, you know, um, connected to everyday life, right? Mm. And we were able to tie those questions back to something we've already discussed because, mm. you know, those topics are so broad and they encompass, encompass so many things that um, those were kind of like sub branches of those bigger topics that we've discussed uh, discussed before. I think so
0: too. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of the topics so far are pretty general. Yeah. And that apply to a lot of people, so a lot of people can relate to it. I guess. Then the
1: yeah. questions. That's why you should watch our podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. <laughs> We're pretty cool guys. <laughs> yeah, You gotta watch us. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess uh, just to wrap it up. Um, so this wasn't any specific topic; it was different questions. And I think if you're down for it, this could become a series. So this could yeah. be. I like it. Part one. It.
1: And I could come. I could come up with some so, so, some yeah. good
0: stuff too. Yeah. So and, and there's no limit to this. There, it doesn't have to be like too broad. It could be about society and culture, about the arts, about music, about uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything that makes you go, hmm, you know, and uh, creates dilemmas or would you rather situations? Um, Perfect. Yeah. Not a lot of
1: silly. Would you rather have chocolate or vanilla? <laughs> yeah. yeah something that makes you question your life.
0: Yeah. Question your (laughs) life or the life that we all lead and just that we take for granted and never question. Yeah. I'm all down for it. It's a, it's a Mm -hmm. good idea. So, okay. So maybe you might, you guys might be seeing this another time again. Um, but yeah, so we can wrap it up. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for watching uh, this episode. You can, uh, subscribe to our youtube channel leave a comment like if you did like the video uh we release an episode every single week we try <laughs> more thought, or less more or less but we are trying our best i think we'll try to get back into the groove now now that summer's over it's yeah a busy party time's over busy season uh yeah so we also stream on spotify apple podcast google podcast all the Stake places, yeah, and Stitcher. almost forgot Stitcher. <laughs> I don't know why you always have to mention Stitcher. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you listen on Stitcher, go ahead. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And we'll catch you guys next time.
1: Yep. All right, play us out. Yep. It was a good episode. Thanks. Bye. Bye, guys.